0: Welcome to Nerdvana, where we align your nerd chakra and Mercury is always in retro geek with your hosts, Patty Cakes and Johnny Discotech.
1: Welcome again to the Nerdvana podcast where we align your nerd chakras and met. yeah <laughs> some shit like that. And your geekdom and your geekdom is always in retrograde. Don't you just love us cuz we're so cute. Yeah. Well, of course, here's my beautiful host, Johnny Discotech. Hello. How are you? I'm very you? fine.
0: How's life? We're
1: doing good. Good because today, Good. not only is Johnny here joining me, and I'm Patty Cakes because you know this and you listen to us. Um, we have the awesome Ali, um, the awesome, like sexy ass leather wearing motherfucker.
2: <laughs> and, ah, thank you, Patty. So,
1: I mean, I know we were discussing this like very briefly in our little um, like setup chat, and like, do not hesitate this is a very non not for safe like non-safe for work type of podcast so make sure y'all have your headphones in um if you're at work if- exactly
0: oh, i brought my ugly sweater and
2: like my mom jeans and my casserole and like
1: first of all oh. i am such <laughs> an auntie up right now i took a very hot shower and i rubbed myself down with uh coconut oil that my parent my my uncle brought me all the way from guyana and i'm feeling luscious boo like fucking i washed my hair with some really luscious hair uh, like shampoo and conditioner i'm feeling it right now like i'm in my auntie slippers drinking a cup of coffee ready for this shit nice and so so we were just so I just wanted to kind of like give a little background. We always talk about our guests, like how we know y'all, how how we kind of came to fruition to be friends. So Ali, you're not—we're not like besties, but I I totally feel we're totally all gonna be besties. If not during this podcast, it's gonna happen, you know?
2: We're soul sisters. I mean, like when I saw your <laughs> with the Sailor Moon stuff, I'm just like, oh my god! Like we are joined at the hip. I mean, I'm in love with Sailor Moon and everything Sailor Moon.
1: And like. I love leather, so we're all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just a little introduction to our podcast uh, podcast listeners. So Ali is known as Mr. Leather within the brown diaspora because you're so amazing and a super icon, gay icon in our community. Um, not only in our community for brown kids, but also for uh you know in the lgbtq um community as well and just the leather community and the bdsm community (laughs) yeah there is a community i didn't know there
0: was
2: (laughs) yeah they have a world out there i swear i was uh, actually i just judged a leather contest on sunday so that was really interesting but yeah i mean they we have our own contests even
1: yeah
0: wow i mean i have a really 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 nice so we're totally gonna have you sign up for mr leather leather johnny
1: I'm so I don't have No, pants I'm gonna Do be I honest to with you, this is why pants. we're having this podcast, because I wanna know what I need to prep with my leather. Cause I have my leather, but I wanna be misses I wanna be auntie leather. Like you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> auntie leather. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, I love it.
2: <laughs> uh, we what gotta right? give you a slash that says auntie leather.
1: We're so gonna do it. I'm already a metal kid, so I have tons of leather and I have a lot of Doc Martens anyway, so and a lot of leather boots. So it wouldn't be hard for me to transition. The only thing is, I'm a very curvy brown girl, so I have to like get a custom size, like probably bra, like corset thingy, and like for my hips, because obviously, you know, Caribbean chicks have childbearing hips, which I'm definitely proud of, and it's always comfortable to sit on. But I'm just saying, like, it's gonna be a lot of leather to cut out, to make some dolphin booty shorts, you know? And I kind of want them to be in, like, a le- like a Sailor Moon-esque or Raven type of cosplay, you know?
0: Because I right. need to come
1: correct, because right. I've seen your outfits. Boo. I can't. I mean, I kind of just want to douse you all with glitter. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys are on his site, because I'm pretty sure you're going to look him up, um, can you just give the audience all your websites currently? And we're going to totally plug them after. But I feel like, you know, you should... You should kind of have an interactive podcast so if you could just let them know where to find you and your pages if you're whatever you're comfortable with
2: well actually i'm starting a youtube channel pretty soon I'm, I'm in the process of trying to get like the content mapping done and learning how to edit software so i'm sort of you know branching out into that media um but other than that i mean i'm pretty much on social media basically instagram twitter and snapchat as getting wolfy as in like g-e-t-t-i-n-g Wolfie. And my Facebook is facebook.com slash MLBL2016. And I'm also putting together a website to make it, like, legit, legit. Because, you know, legit, legit's really cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you can get more leather stuff and oil yourself down more. I mean, I feel like the, like, jokingly.
0: Well, I'm going to need to know some, like, yeah. leather, uh, like, treatment. Like, do I need to take my, so I have a, I bought myself because I'm an idiot, and I went and bought like when I went, I'm like I went leather That's shopping for my stupid. jacket. That's never stupid. That's never stupid.
1: We are not dis- I, we're not.
0: Well, I saw so I saw <laughs> a meme that says, and now so let's take take a step back a little. bit. I saw a meme that says having a leather jacket, a nice leather jacket, is more fulfilling than having a Whoa. child. And I'm about to have a child, so we're gonna t- we're gonna compare. I'm gonna come back to you and be like, yo, the leather jacket oh, was better. No, 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 the God, child don't is more.
1: Do that. Don't say <laughs> No, baby Johnny.
0: (laughs) No, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking, obviously. But that was the meme. And so it inspired me to go get a leather jacket. And I'd never treated it or anything. I don't know if if it comes treated. No, no, no. no. We're going to back
1: up here because I'm so glad that you asked this, Johnny. And I was going to ask the same thing because I have a leather treatment system in my mind. And I wanted to coincide with Mr. Leather over here to make sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, actually, there's actually a whole branch of the community called boot blacking. And basically what they do is you have a whole bunch of people that train in the art of maintaining leather. So what they do is um, they have this stand where you can go at certain leather bars Wait, and whoa, whoa, whoa. you put your leather boots Let's there. Right and have leather some bar? I don't need to cut
1: you off. What does that mean? Like, I'm just thinking of drinking and like getting your leather pat like fixed. Like what's going on here?
2: So there are places called leather bars, which are basically bars, but they are like leather. They're kind of divey, but at the same time, they're also kind of dark and they also serve people within the leather BDSM community uh, or to cater to those kinds of interests. And so basically what I mean by that is, you know, people that are... Into power plays, things are into wearing like leather jackets and stuff, and like think uh, sort of think Tom of Finland or even like the dominatrix images that we Johnny, have in. Johnny, uh, we're completely culture.
1: both of us is totally. He just he described both of our personalities meshed together.
0: There you go. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it, I, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think it skews more well, in your I mean, direction. He said dominatrix,
1: and you were like, hmm and I was like Johnny. <laughs> It's like Johnny has like a nine tails. problem. no. I'm not kidding. Um, although
0: there you go. No, oh I'm wow! Just <laughs> I don't even know what that means.
1: <laughs> the only- so
0: oh, I'm out of my Wait, element, guys. So a
1: little, a little background. So I mean, like I'm like we've we've talked about this. Like I'm like we're both alternative brownies and like. So I ended up kind of like mm-hmm. when I was growing, like still, like you know, not growing up, but st- also still, like I have this real love and appreciation for wearing leather. Although I don't eat beef, which is really mm-hmm. funny, um, but I choose not to. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm a vegetarian. I just don't like red meat, guys. It's you know, that's all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm gonna eat red meat, it's not gonna be in this country because I don't feel like American.
0: Well, I mean, except for I don't eat oxtail. Oh, man. no, I'm just kidding. I know, I know. I so
1: know. yeah, so I. <laughs> I love leather and like I was mentioning prior to Ali, like so um like I feel like Guyanese people, like my parents are from South America, so I'm pretty sure you like her Trinidad and Jamaica and like those two Caribbean, Indo Caribbean countries were a much more popular. And like y'all should know if you don't know, I mean there's Google and if you love Rihanna Nicki Minaj and Leona Lewis and like Melanie Fiona, they're all my peeps. All my peoples. Nice. Anyway, um I just feel like She's your cousin right I wish. I'm waiting to find no. out. No, Nicki Minaj. Nicki, I don't Nicki think Minaj. so. She's more Trini, but there's a possibility.
0: Come on. I don't know.
1: I'm just gonna say that.
2: I'm actually a good friend with a guy named guy that lives in New York as oh, well, and like sorry. he actually visits once in San Francisco. So like he and Wait, I hit it off. Is
1: it Rich? Is it Richie?
2: No, his name is Karen.
1: Oh, okay, because I'm just saying, because, like, all of us tend to know each other. Just let me know who it is, and we'll figure it out how we're connected. Because I'm tiny, so it's, like, we're all cousins. This is just how it works.
2: Okay, I'll send you his Facebook, and you can, like, evaluate um, him. And so,
1: anyway, um, so going back to the Rihanna thing, <laughs> like, you, like even Rihanna, Nikki Minaj, like, all those women that I just mentioned, a lot of their, like, photo shoots happen to do with a lot of leather. And I feel like... Like, brown women and brown men, we just look beautiful in leather. I'm not saying white people don't. I'm just saying that I don't think brown people, like, realize how much leather they wear. I remember my dad always having leather boots, like, you know, leather jackets. My mom always bought us leather jackets when we were kids. And there's just something very fulfilling having leather jackets and leather belts and leather pieces. And I don't know where in my mind.
0: Their armor. Their yeah. armor, like if you think about it, you go back to like medieval era, like that's what armor was made out so, of, leather. But
1: we learned at a very young age that we have to treat our stuff very well, you know, and make sure that we, well, we don't have like leather bars, but like I'm so intrigued. But totally, tell me tips because this is what I'm here for. Because you, like, it's so exciting meeting someone who like professionally treats their leather because. And, and also as a brown person, because we like when you explain this to, to other people, like our cultures use a lot of like natural oils in our bodies, too. And that kind of sucks into your leather and treats it as well. So I, how I treat my leather is either using baby oil or coconut oil and like rubbing it into the hide and then like putting it out in the sun in the summer or put it on the heater and let it kind of like get hot and like melt in with my leather and wipe it off. If it's a, if it's still a little like wet, but for me, my boots, I like keeping it mm-hmm. wet and letting it dry after a couple of days, just leaving it close to the heater. You know what I mean? And, and it keeps it nice and soft. And anytime when I buy a new pair of leather boots, cause I feel like that's the most sexiest for me, leather accessory. And I definitely want to know yours. And so, like, what I do is I put it near, like, a heater or, like, in the sun and then wait for it to.
0: That's weird. I would think that would be the, would be the opposite of what you want to do, just by, like, intuition. So, my intuition is clearly wrong. Well,
1: I mean, he could tell me if I'm <laughs> wrong. And what I do is when it's hot, I put my feet in with socks on and let it mold to my feet. And like just kind of it kind of like really makes it more softer, you know, and that happens with, with flats and stuff like that. So you guys, that is my treatment. Like you guys let me know and school me here because I need to know if I'm doing this the wrong way.
2: Yeah, oh, well, actually, you know, um, basically, as I was going to say, like, you know, for me, like, I have my leather treated by the pros, too. And, you know, like, they're, the boot blacks, the people that, you know, not only take care of leather, but they also kind of fetishize it as well. So, like, they are definitely the people that know how to, like, treat and work the leather. They use something called Hubbard's, as far as I know. Like, Hubbard's. Okay. Yeah, so that's, like, their, like, big thing. And, like, um, but other than that, like, I mean, typically, like, for me, like, I kind of fetishize that, too, when somebody's licking my boots or polishing my boots. And, like, I kind of like that idea that somebody's, like, submissive to me in that way. Uh, And, like, for some of them, like, they like the idea that they're being submissive to somebody else when they're treating it. So for them, it kind of gets them turned on. And um it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, it's really hot because like when you actually get it done, it feels so good sitting in that chair having like somebody press it against your feet and your toes and getting all like squishy in there and oh my gosh, like it feels so amazing. Like it feels so amazing. Um like it feels <laughs> like an orgasm. The first time I had my boots done was at this contact mid-atlantic leather (laughs) and my friend uh uh, taisha best like what she did was she's she's one of our boot blacks and she's a really like known boot black and i was sitting in her chair and oh my god it felt like an orgasm like i was screaming in that chair i was coming without even coming in that chair it was just amazing
0: my feet are coming. Feet, your it feet coming.
1: Although common in the BDSM community, feet are like one of the number one fetishes. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the biggest fetish in the world, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, it was so... Followed by tickling, tickling,
2: probably. No, I think oh. leather. <laughs> <laughs> tickling, uh, certain things. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, ropes is a very popular fetish, like being tied oh, up yeah. and restrained is very popular. Um, yeah, there's a thing called pup play, for example, where people like embody like puppies and handlers and like they kind of uh, is fetishize. like it like, is
1: it, like and similar happening. with like being furry, like horseplay and stuff? And like, and then there's like, uh, yeah. a little bit more like extremist to like, like being a furry, you know? Yeah. So, and then, like, I what I like with horseplay – not that I engage – and even if I did, that's fine, right? But, like, I'm just saying, like, I've never done it, which I'm so exci- – I, I am excited. A little part of me kind of wants to do it. And mm. so – but it's expensive. So cool. pretty much yeah. horseplay is, like, you – Wearing a lot of leather, a lot of latex and kind of like trotting around like they have these horseshoes and like these like really cool boots that look kind of like horse hooves on your legs. So you're tall and skinny. Um, but then and then there's like the extremist part where like, like they whip you and stuff. And I'm like, OK, I don't like I'm such a like a very soft brown girl. Like, I just don't want to be like hurt. <laughs> like I don't like the ropes. <laughs> I mean, there's
2: mm-hmm. it's like study, and it feels like a massage. But generally, whipping just feels like a bee sting. Like it feels like a bee sting that stung really, really badly. Depending on how hard they've, uh, they they cracked it. But what's yeah, the best I thing mean, to
1: whip someone yeah. with in your experience.
2: Well, I whip I whip people with my whip, Wally. So I call it Wally. My whip is I name Wally because it's the most geekiest name I could think of. <laughs> And
1: like, I
2: mean, he reminds me of the guy from Office Space where he's like, where's my stapler? Where's my stapler? Like, yeah. So that's, oh, why, yeah. that's why I call him Wally. Um, and so basically, like, I find that, you know, when you whip somebody, it's like you obviously have to have their trust first and their consent. But generally, like, you know, it's one of those ob- objects where it's like, you know, you kind of ease into it and you gradually start to move up. And then when that happened, it's like, you know, this interesting communication dynamic kind of thing. Mm. So, it's it's quite amazing. Um, but I find that women tend to take pain better than men do.
0: Yeah. Like, we're just a bunch of, like, well, we are total sissy.
1: It's said that. I mean.
0: That's I mean, definitely it, true. It, yeah. Definitely, like, definitely I've seen, true. I've seen, like, <laughs> even getting
1: tattoos, like, my friends, like, even the most brolic is dudes. They're like, ah, ah, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm getting one, like, on my thigh, like, like touching, like, you know, parts. And you're like, Oh you're, like, totally, you're, like, a champ. Like, all my girlfriends who have, like, all their thighs done and, like, their backs and stuff. And they're just chilling, like, just relaxing. And, like, I, like one of my friends had gotten a wrist tattoo and he screamed so hard. It was the funniest. Ever. I'm like, bro, what's your problem? Whoa. Not even. Not even that. My cousin, we tricked him to getting his like he was like, Oh, I really like how your eyebrows look when you get threaded. And so he like went with me and I'm like, well, if you want to try it, like I'll pay for you, like whatever. And he has really beautiful eyebrows, like, you know, that typical brown dude, like beautiful, bushy, like, so he didn't really need much. And she only took like two lines off, right? And he screamed so hard. I'm like, Are you ready for the butthole wax? And he's like, never.
0: Oh my God, I, I mean, I pluck my own. I pluck my own eyebrows, to be honest. Not the whole thing, but like um, the center, because I have a nasty unibrow. So I pluck that myself. I'm like obsessed with pluck. I think we've talked about this obsessing? before. I'm like obsessed with yeah
2: like i need to plug yeah like see for me i remember when i was in high school and i was in the play and then like the the girls were putting on makeup uh on me for the play and like she was she was starting to use the eyeliner and she's just like you have the most amazing eyelashes i want to steal i want to kill you and steal them and like it's it's one of those like uh daisy boy characteristics where we have like the eyelashes it's like a thing
1: Yeah. yeah No, like seriously, my cousins have the most beautiful – you would think they're wearing lashes sometimes, how beautiful their lashes are. I I have really long eyelashes that um, I actually have to cut with like a little scissor because they get so long and I wear glasses and I don't want like them to constantly scrape on my glasses. So I've been doing this since I was a kid. I don't do it frequently, Mm -hmm. right? Like maybe once a month. And so one of my friends saw me doing it. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how dare you do that? It's so disrespectful to me and my freaking non-existent <laughs> eyelashes."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh like, you God. don't cut yours either? I thought yours was short because you cut it. And she's like, what? Like, who does that? I'm like, me, because my glasses. <laughs> like... <laughs> like, uh...
0: That's
2: so yeah, cool. I just have my done. Like, It feels like oh my god, like when she was just putting the hot, like gooey stuff on my face Ooh. today. I was just like, This feels so good. It feels just like butter.
1: What, are you talking about the wax or <laughs> the um, like a lotion?
2: It was like a, it felt like wax because it was really warm, but it was like a lotion, I guess. Oh. But butter, pure butter, like just just butter.
1: I- that's how i feel right now i just took a shower prior to this podcast i wanted to just be chilling and like the coconut oil that i rubbed on my skin is like really rubbing in right now my skin feels so like beautifully soft i can't stop rubbing my arm i don't know if you could pick it up on the mic but that's me rubbing my arm (laughs) um, so like so speaking of which right like how because like I have a lot of questions because I'm very interested in the BDSM world. And for people that are, mm-hmm. you know, there's like the fetish world, like even like a lot of goth metal kids tend to kind of overlap with the BDSM world because like people have this yeah. idea because of Judas Priest and for like a lot of metal bands mm-hmm. and okay, like being an cool. industrial metal fan, of course, right? Like there's, you're going to see like, oh, yeah,
0: yeah so you're going
1: to see a lot of ministry and biker kids, like Romsheim kids. Oh, even like the kids right. pay-
2: right. too. Like the pay. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that are in the Pagan community and they're into BDSM as well. So I feel like we're
1: all just like kissing cousins. You know what I mean? Like it's all the same world. And so like I know that there's like this like ritual that people have, not like necessarily ritual, but like how to get into their leather as well. Like I know like what I've seen, like heard about some fetish models, what they do, especially with PVC, they'll like, or even in cosplay too, they'll like rub themselves down with like oils Mm. and like, you know, like very slowly pull everything pull everything up or in place so it can like meld with your skin and like meld with the oils is that something you guys recommend is that something that you do like
2: I've never seen that okay. done um for me anyways yeah like you see for me like or in the circles I kind of roll in like for them they kind of expect or have this like you know ideal situation where like all the letter fits you perfectly so it's not hanging in certain ways or it's not you know, it's it's very form-fitting. So, like, you know, getting custom boots, like, getting a custom military shirt or a custom... Yeah, and it gets really, like, you know, like, uh, we we have, like, the form-fitting stuff and those kinds of things. So, for us, that's kind of what makes the leather pop is that it's very form-fitting. Oh.
1: So, do yeah. you make your own costumes, or is it something, like, do you help, like, I guess, like, design as well?
0: Is is there a store you go to? <laughs> yeah,
1: there, there are plenty of-
0: to go to this so
2: um i let's see in new york i'm not really sure but we have a place called rough trade we have a place called mr s in san francisco rough trades in la um we also have off-ramp leathers which is in palm springs there are particular stores and there's like online stores as well which carry a lot of bdsm leather gear um but yeah um uh, I, I would actually like to see how leather is made. I actually have friends that are into making it and they're um, men, they make their own uh, leather. So it not only fits them perfectly, but it's their own custom like this is my creation, kind of thing. The
1: fresh leather smell is one of my favorite oh, smells. In the I love
2: it. I love it. It's like butter. That's also oh gosh. <laughs> How are you
1: that? Like I'm on
2: the west coast, so when I think east coast, I think that. um I think that Mike Myers sketch from SNL where uh, he, the Linda Richman talks. So I think that's like butter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's cool. It's totally cool. Like it's it's not even. Like, an East Coast, West Coast thing. I mean, we're all the same, man. Here, just talking about yeah. leather.
0: We're brown. <laughs> we're, we kind of we're fit brown. across. We're the, just weird brown
1: kids. There's just spot
0: <laughs> We're from coast to coast, not in just this country, but everywhere. Yeah, man. I feel
1: like we're so ethnically diverse. Like, just me and Johnny between us two. <laughs> like, and then, well, yeah, we're What's guests. guest. Johnny?
0: What's Johnny's right now? So. Where am I from? Yeah. I, well, I'm in New York right now, but, um. My my family's from Pakistan.
2: Oh, you're Pakistani too. Okay, so we're both. Uh, we have that background as
0: well. That's so yeah, cool. I mean, you have the same. you my last name is the same as your first name. So <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: so so like speaking, I'm glad that you mentioned like your background and stuff like that. So I actually was curious, like how, because you know, as brown kids, like not to be, I, I don't want to be that person. I'm just curious because, like, we have our own struggles too. Like all of us individually, right. as like creative brown kids, like how did your family mm-hmm. take? your what you do
2: well i mean it was one of those things where it's like well he's you know he's gay so we can't get him married off so like hey you know. You <laughs> can. well, yeah I, mean, I guess they could like you know if there's like a gay it's legal in america you know
0: for you to get married yeah <laughs> <laughs> well don't tell them that can, please don't tell them we that. can
1: get you a leather tell- we can get you a kurta done in leather like it's possible
0: that's true. That's true. I don't have time to get married. You got too many, too many opportunities. Uh, So a friend of mine, uh, and you probably know him from, from uh, Facebook, but I'm not going to mention his name. He has this saying, uh, and he was my roommate for a couple of years, but I've known him since birth. Um, He's also Pakistani and he's also, you know, uh, a homosexual as well. And, but he's got this great saying and I love it. He says, uh, look, my heart belongs to you, but my body it's for whoever <laughs> whoever may may want it. You know, like I can't remember the exact quote, but it's a uh, it's just when he says it, it's just like I'm like, that okay. is so you, it's not even funny.
1: <laughs> side note, side note
0: For whoever it may concern, yeah. yeah. My my heart belongs to you, but my body belongs to whoever it exactly. may concern.
1: I've seen him put quote that a lot. So nice. being being a typical meddling auntie that I am, even though like I'm a pre auntie, I feel like we're in those age. So I feel like um, because of that, when I was telling Johnny about you, I was like, oh, you know who we should set him up with? Oh
2: my <laughs> god! Oh god! This is like a shoddy
0: dot com. I know. I was <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> DesiGathShadi.com. Like, check,
1: <laughs> cute. like number one, obviously adorable and cute. That's like number one to six, right? Awesome personalities, check. Nice butts, check, 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 check. Because like butts are important. <laughs>
0: but you guys are in different, but the problem is, is like the you live in the West Coast, right? Mm. Hey, Long yes. no, is no, no. Tough. We're
1: not stopping right here. If they get married, there, it's all like we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna podcast this. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) We would have to decorate that wedding with leather.
1: Oh my god! I'm so excited! Please.
0: It'll be you, very expensive. Can you just expensive. please get married
1: so I can get a leather boostade just to justify <laughs> the ridiculous cost? <laughs> well, actually, I got I'm gonna make Go sure, like, I get spikes in it too. Like, I'm gonna be really classy though, because I'm gonna get a black, like, like kind of like tool area, and like think about really 80s metal, like you know, trashy, like you know, uh, with a with a really sporty car with a leather bustier spikes on the top only on the top like a very thin layer because you know we're at a wedding we got to be classy and like lots of black tulle and I'm going to be at your wedding just chilling you know wearing some booty shorts and my booty all out you know and the tulle seeing through I think that's super classy and super long knee high boots and I think that Johnny we have to pick out his costume we have a lot of time now because we haven't introduced them yet so we have time to figure out your costume yeah.
0: yeah Well, I'm just going to wear my, my leather jacket and my leather boots. I mean, <laughs> what else? Do we... And my cowboy oh, hat. Yeah. I'll just wear you my a I mean, sweet that's...
1: leather cowboy hat.
0: Yeah, my black leather metal style cowboy oh, hat. Good.
1: See, we already have clothes for your wedding. So we just have to introduce you guys now.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: God. So it's like if my grandmother's not going to do this for me, right, like, I guess. You know, we're extended <laughs> family.
1: Really so, I mean, come on. Who?
0: Yeah, we are dizzy, <laughs> and we are uncle We're and auntie. Like, come on, so man! They're on. such
1: good—they're good boys <laughs> from good homes. I don't even know—I don't even know what a biodata is until I like started interacting with more like Pakistani kids, and like I was just like you
0: What's the biodata? What's that? Um, <laughs> That's, that shows you our age, Patty. They, they don't, don't know that know, word. Oh, I don't even
1: know what that is. No, I didn't know what it was. And like people say, they still do that. So it's like your like um, mana points for getting married. Oh. It's <laughs> yeah. It's like it's-, <laughs> it's like your checklist of like. So if you you like kind of like
0: it's your resume. You're you're uh, like I, why you should marry me? Such resume.
1: Alive. Yeah, but it's so al- it's such a lie.
0: Doctor.
1: Yeah, like they'll say you're um, like a lot of the times. Like I've seen like my friends like so my two like only two of my friends have showed.
0: <laughs> I don't prefer right, the smoking. so they showed me. But I like I'm 420 friendly. Yeah, so
1: like I just I thought it'd be really funny if <laughs> I did a skit on like you know real biodatas. You know it'd be really funny, and I used to do it with my friends. But like,
0: oh my god, we should try you biodata
2: yeah, for so- real. I, I need to make biodata thing now too. Now i, I just got to do it. It's like what? It's like we're gonna this. We're, gonna, we're gonna make videos. Oh my god! You and-
1: <laughs> you have to make your biodata because we're getting you married. Like you don't nearly need to because we're in We found Eureka. Like, are you kidding me? I'm, we found I'm, her.
2: I'm five seven seven inches versatile. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> about it? Um,
1: how round? How round is your roti? <laughs> yes. Well, that's a legit question. It's... It's yeah, it's it's wow.
2: grandma round, not necessarily my mom round, but it's grandma.
1: You know, round. you know you know my answer, and you can use this for your bio-, bio data, right? When somebody asks me how round my roti is, I'm like not as round <laughs> no. as my ass. Ow! No. You like that one or peach? You know, depending on if we got a PG thirteen it.
0: What happens if you make square? That's rotis? okay.
1: That's just gonna eat be eaten. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, I'm just saying it's not round as at all. As long as the booty's
1: not square, it's nice and plump with that little pop.
0: What if you have a square what if somebody had a square? They do booty? people
1: have yeah. square booties. It's very sad.
0: Yo, plastic surgery is getting oh. crazy, man. So it's coming. That's just coming. Square booties I are coming. I'll like, let you know. I'm in like the heart of plastic surgery. So it's just like Yeah, that's true. Like, You'll know yeah. for before me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> square booties? Nah. I think the bubble butt is is stay stay in style, you know?
0: Hmm. I don't know. Plastic surgery. I mean, so I saw a a dude that made himself Korean the other day. I was like, what is going on? Was he Russian
1: or I think –
0: I don't know, he was white well, he with was, blonde hair, I white. I believe blue he eyes. was of Slavic
1: descent, some type of Slavic descent. And so he like went under how many surgeries to actually look Korean? I don't know,
0: like a hundred something, 180 i I'm curious to know how
1: they changed the eyes. Like did they add more skin? No, because it was so weird. Well,
0: Korea is big on eye yeah. surgery, actually. Yeah, the eyelid surgery. Yeah, but to
1: make his eyes because his eyes were really like wide.
0: They just flipped it. They did the opposite. They're like, yo, we usually take these away. But, so you know, do, okay. did he like so. walk
1: into the place like, you know how remember that show Pimp Your, Pimp My Ride? Like he was like, Pimp My Face, Pimp son. My face. I want extra <laughs> eyelids. I want this. I want high ass cheekbones touching the sky. Because when I put on that Becca highlighter, that's just going to cut like fucking fire. Like, is that how you walked in? Because that's how I would do it. Nah. Maybe I'm just extra, maybe <laughs> I'm just fucking extra, but seriously, that's how I feel like maybe i I do have a very um heightened imagination too. that's possibly it, but anyway, getting back to you, Ali and all your leather stuff, so I'm just like I mean, like we did it's just so funny because some like our podcast is called Nirvana, and they're like you know some people are just like, oh, this maybe not that nerdy. yes, it is. what do you mean? What's wrong with you? Yeah. like do you know how yeah. much nerds are in BDSM? <laughs>
0: Like all of them. Yeah. You do know how many nerds yeah. are into
1: like yeah. fetishes? Like, come on. Do you know
0: I guarantee you that everybody at the at the at the leather bar has seen Star Wars. Probably yeah. seen Star yes. Trek. Yeah,
2: and actually I've been to homes with dungeons in them with like a uh Falcon Millennium Falcon uh, Millennium Falcon replica. So I mean I'm just saying it's exactly. Yeah. Uh, I
1: mean, like, Princess Leia, that's, like, one of the BDSM, like, icons in her, like, Slave Leia outfit. And I think...
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, Slave Leia, yeah, there you go, yeah, and, right. like,
1: not only that, like, also, like, nerdy cam girls and stuff. And so that also crosses over a lot, too, like, with the fetish models that do a lot of cam girl work and cosplay work, too. Because a lot of cosplay, like, a lot of people who cosplay, or majority of the anime cosplay is, not, oh, yeah. like, you know... Pedical uh, porn, like,
0: well, that's kind of where I feel like cosplay grew out of a combination of Japanese anime and like the goth BDSM '80s, yeah. '70s. I mean, like and who 80s, doesn't want to
1: look like pretty in leather and like have awesome costumes and wear yeah. pretty stuff? I, I actually
0: like the cosplay cosplay. And you, and and Rob Halford definitely is a, like a pioneer for
1: this. So. <laughs> All right, would you think about or have you done like cam girl BDSM work?
2: Uh no, I haven't done cam stuff yet, but I mean, I'm I'm familiar with some of the pro doms that would do that or the pro uh, sex workers that would do that.
1: Oh, so asking for a friend, right? Just asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. If uh <laughs> if uh, if a person wanted to get into the dominatrix world, you know, for some extra mm-hmm. cash because Black Friday deals are like legit Christmas is coming yep. up and, you know, presents. Um, how, how would one go about that? And what do you think would be a good, I guess, like tract for that? And again, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay well then i'll talk
2: about my friend's experience <laughs> well so what my friend did was uh, my friend posted uh, in the gay world there are certain websites where you can advertise like uh escorting services so what they what my friend did was he posted an ad and he essentially advertised like certain services like flogging whipping uh restraints and all those kinds of things but what other people do is sometimes other people train under like a be uh, what they call a house or like a BDSM house where they they farm out different you know um, professional dominatrixes or professional people that in, uh, involve themselves in BDSM. Uh, other people take mm-hmm. workshops. I mean, there there are different ways to crack this egg. So yeah.
1: No, I mean, like, a legitimately, a friend of mine asked me, because when I told her that I was having someone in that video... I mean, there, there's
0: there's dungeons in New York oh, City. Oh, yeah, and for you sure. But I reply. think, like, also,
1: a lot of people, like, because of the internet, like, I feel like...
0: you got to look the part, though.
1: She <laughs> <laughs> borrowed some of my clothes. I just feel like, um, you know, like, I just feel like it's so easier now. Like, how... I, I mean, like, I don't know how long you've been. How long have you been in this scene? And do you feel like it has really changed drastically with the internet. Like, obviously it has, but like what changes you've seen as far as like gaining more access to fe- uh, like other people that like share your fetishes and, and gaining more popularity is in these Mr. Leather cut uh, can like, you know, these uh, cha- uh, like competitions that you do as well.
2: Mm-hmm. so basically um, i've been in the community for about five years i mean I, I grew up in a very conservative part of uh california i know california conservative but i mean we do exist and it's right by disneyland
0: um but <laughs> yeah um, orange county yeah. and anaheim yeah and-
2: that's actually where i live yeah so basically i, I moved up to san francisco and like after, you know w- uh, when you go to san francisco you don't go back basically
0: so you know yeah, once it's either you go to San Francisco or you go to New York City, and then you're like, okay, I've found it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so basically, when I moved back down
2: here, I then started to like take what I knew about San Francisco, and I started, you know, going to more of the leather bars that we talked about earlier. And also, there are these online websites, for example, called FetLife, or if you're in the gay male community, there's Recon, uh, that uh, basically give uh, provide access to like-minded individuals.
1: Cool. Cool. But like, do you, you, uh, so going back to the comp, like, so as far as your competitions go, how long have you been doing the Mr. Leather competitions?
2: So basically I started, well, I competed uh, probably I think in 2013, no, 2014 or 2015, I can't remember. Uh, In my first couple other contests, I didn't place, I didn't get a title. But eventually in 2016, I eventually won Mr. Long Beach Leather. And, um, basically now that my title year is over, I'm one, uh, you know, I, I don't compete anymore, but rather like people occasionally ask me to judge contests. So like on Sunday, I judged the contest.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: That is like so interesting. Now you're
0: in, you're in it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cause I saw, I saw. You're, um...
0: you're a boss in this, in the, in the, in the, in the world now. <laughs> a Don. Don.
1: Or a Dom. <laughs> I just
0: or a dom. So, so
1: that's how I found out about you like i I remember someone' sharing an article that you won, and of course, um it's just oh, it what's funny we have actually talked about this on one of our prior podcasts like how do we end up sometimes meeting the cool brown people that we know and a lot of the times it's our friends who are non-brown kids that tell us, hey, you see this link he's a brown kid she's a brown kid you're all weird let's you know I think you guys should just be best friends and I'm like, yeah, like totally, and he likes leather so so Mm -hmm. so my friend sent it to me and I was like oh my god I do oh my god like he might be like a long-lost sibling totally so I remember it uh uh, I guess it was like an article just describing like your past um being you know in leather competitions and like you gaining more fame in the BDSM community and you're pretty much named in that article like the 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 only South Asian that's in the BDSM community, and obviously there are yeah. more South Asians. Maybe. Well, there's but, definitely
0: more, but like but that, in the com- that, that yeah, are known. But not in say. the
1: competitions, yeah. not really showing face. And I think that yeah. has a lot to do with our cultures, you know, and like this, you know.
0: Yeah, I was actually gonna yeah. say, but it's- like, so you're Pakistani, right? So, um, do you go yeah. back ever? I've never been back since I was like eight. Oh, okay, so that's good. Are Don't you gonna go, go back. It's <laughs> <laughs> out.
1: Oh, you shouldn't. Really? Is it okay? I know that's. Well, I mean,
0: okay. So if you're if you're out with your your stuff, like your Facebook and stuff, like you definitely want to shut that stuff down oh. before you go. Um, Pakistan is a is a very conservative place. Now, you there's underground spots, so you can be private about it and still do it, but right. um you can't be public about it right. at all. Like when I go to Pakistan, I'm like a good little Muslim boy, right? <laughs> so I'm like, oh yes, I know. I go pray five times a day. It's all good. Yeah. But uh, I come home and I'm like, ah, oh, give me that, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like,
0: me have the you had,
1: like, um, other South Asians, like, contact you, like, since, especially since the article, because, like, I feel like, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, for a variety of reasons. I mean, uh, on one hand, you have people that are dealing with very hyper-religious, hyper-embedded right. into the culture. Point, yeah. Right. So they're afraid to, like, be out, excuse me, about their interests, and they're afraid to be out is uh people of the LGBT and queer community. I mean
1: like uh-huh. I mean like all your leather is halal, so I don't know what's the problem. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um and then like this I was
1: being serious. Oh my god it's
0: funny oh, got it's so funny. I'm gonna <laughs> die.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god it's
2: hilarious. Uh... <laughs> Some people actually also reach out to me because um, they're also afraid of going on something called PrEP, which is basically a pill that you take one today to basically avoid catching HIV, and they're afraid to tell their peers about it, otherwise they'll be slut-shamed. So, I mean, there's a lot, there are different reasons why, like, people of the community are connected, and they find that, like, wow, someone's actually out about this. It's like, that's what they kind of see as, like, wow, this is important, you know?
1: Yeah, and not not to, like, stress yeah. all these, like, um, yeah. like I'm not trying to put you in a box or anything like that. I'm just trying to describe it to, like, our listeners as well. And it may actually help someone that may be, you know, in their questionable stages as well. I feel like not only are you part of the leather community, you're also brown. So you deal with, like, a very, mm. like, strict culture. Um, you know, like, even Johnny was saying, like, you, you really can't go back there, I guess, unless you become, like, a different persona. Well, I mean,
0: you probably could. It just yeah. took some work. But... It's why would you want I get to?
1: It. Yeah, so anyway, that's
0: if you haven't been there since you were eight, there's really no reason why you should go back. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been wanting to sleep with the Packy Boys and Indian Boys, so
2: I mean, it's like India is another story, my him. friend. You can definitely oh, I mean- go to India. You can so, definitely
1: go-, <laughs> go back to what we were just saying, right? We have one for you, so relax. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, so I feel like so. So also that, you know, you're part of the LGBTQ community and also you're out and proud. And I think like all these aspects about you, which obviously are not the only definitive points about you're a beautiful human being and all this wonderful stuff. And also what I love about you is that you're so body positive and you're totally like on like you're so unbothered like by your body and your your body hair and which glistens like you use coconut oil like you need to tell me your body regimen because it's amazing um
2: yeah i mean i use that the soap i think that helps okay. a lot oh my god really like Irish
0: spring too i mean oh, that's like, wow. I spring like, my, is my jam <laughs> you know what
1: I'm no because like i'm like i like i like that you kind of have like that 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 burly like bear you know that man bear kind of feel to you you know because you're like very well he is Bogusa- i mean
0: patty he's well, i'm just trying to paint
1: the picture i really appreciate that <laughs> not all indo caribbean men are that hairy like
0: well i'm not but like a lot of pakistani men are right okay. so that's just well the way I, it is i totally I'm, we're manly I'm
1: totally men. feeling the cute bear, bear look. <laughs> not all bears like please don't contact me if you are a bear and you're listening to this i'm just saying Ali specifically but um so yeah i feel like you have all these like really cool stuff that's going like i mean i'm giggling because you guys are making me giggle but like you have all these actually i'm giggling because i said a banging joke like that's why i'm still laughing because that leather is a lot yeah exactly um, yeah yeah so i feel like because you're all these like really like like, non-traditional aspects of our cultures that it's, like, so cool. Like, you just don't give a fuck, like, a flying fuck. Like, I, I saw a picture of you, and I was like, mm, we're going to be besties. You don't give a flying fuck. You don't give a flying fuck at all. I'm probably going to see your butthole one day, and I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Like, Wow. So, <laughs> and, 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 and like, like, we're all consenting adults, and, like, I just love other brown people that we're just all about that positive collective consciousness vibes and be liking each other and p- bigging each other up. And that's what I'm about. You know what I mean? That's what we're all about here. And I think, like, and I mean, that's why we do this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many uh, dimensions to our diasporas and our peoples that people just kind of pigeonhole us as the, you know, these one-dimensional characters. Spelling yeah, I mean. Dude, we be fucking slaughtering <laughs> y'all asses. Just, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, it's not even our native language. We kick your ass at it. What do how, you
1: mean? How, really? Seriously. And, um, I I just, and, and only that, like, or it's the extremists of like the Apoos and, you know, the, you know, that type of stereotype. And I feel like when, when people hear like, they're like, what, wait, you're into being like, what you like this? Oh my God. Like it's, it's like all they see, like for other people, like all they, when you hear other Brown people, I think this is the funniest part when you hear like other Brown people explain you, you know, they're like, oh, they list. Yeah. Because like, have you ever heard this? Like the way, like, I, I feel like other, um, in the same culture when someone's explaining you to someone else it's the most funniest way because they're so like to the point you know what i mean like they're not bushing it or like they're not beating around the bush they're just like oh they're this and they're that like for me like these these buzzwords are like oh she likes metal and she's goth and she's a nerd and she's like you know her parents are like her family's hindu and like this and And it's all these things and then they add the brown aspect oh although Mm -hmm. like and they do all this, and I'm pretty sure, and you you get this, like, he does all this, and he's Muslim and Pakistani. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I just kind of wanted to get to that, because I think it's so cool. Like, you know, the more of us that's kind of coming to the limelight and, and not being afraid of being who we are and being free of our creativity, it's really changing the way that people see us as well as we're not just this pigeonhole thing that there's like whoa fucking brown people do this. I'm like, how do you not think we're sexual people? Y'all know about the Kama Sutra, right? So (laughs) and all like Indian temples are giant dicks everywhere. Like everywhere. Like there's just dicks on everything.
0: Yeah, and there's boobs on all on mosques, right? So the dome I mean there's
1: boobs on everything too, but like (laughs) I feel like
0: And then we have dicks and minarets.
1: Yeah, there's just genitals. Right. Right.
2: Because like I might have to like, explain to somebody else actually like you know 20 of before this podcast, uh, said, so, like particularly South Asians and like, you know, people that r- relate to that diaspora, why are they important in American culture? Like you know, like I had to explain to the person like why it's important to I'm like because we are part of this culture, we're part of America, like we're part of this big messy fabric diverse picture of who Americans are and it's like to always to go that you know you don't exist or we're going to talk about like these minority groups but not this it's like it it, it, for me it's like everybody needs to be represented you know
1: right and I think a lot of people don't realize that it's not we're not like this because of our culture where our parents were born or something like that we are all parts of cultures and like who's to say that Pakistani kids or like West Indian kids don't like BDSM without having to be in America like I just don't like why don't you understand that like who doesn't like I mean leather is such a common thing and like if you end up everybody has their mm, I I wouldn't even say fetishes but like even things to that degree so why would you feel any differently to someone oh you know what I mean yeah exactly that's the thing it's
2: like I think that you know i i think our sexuality is more complicated than simply like oh well i like something inside of me or i like feeling the sensations i mean there's so much more to us as human beings as sexual beings that like you know a lot of us fail to sometimes capture you know and and it's like yeah there's so much you can kind of go well you know what i didn't realize that every Mm -hmm. time my boyfriend you know speaking about a little bit i kind of get turned on by that or or something like that so it's one of those things where it's like you know we're, we're all having our things that we're into but it's just a matter of being able to explore it and that's what i want to bring
1: yeah yeah and i feel like it's so good it's so important that we code switch this you know like it's just it's important it's important for like you know just having face time for for you to be who you are like even like stripping down all the other aspects and societal aspects for it it's just good for you you know you're happy you're doing something productive you're not hurting anybody it's consensual like like you are proud of who you are you're beautiful being and just code switching that idea of what brown people are i think that in itself is just such a moving fucking idea you know
2: yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i mean like and again you're all your leathers halal so i mean i don't see any, <laughs> any, any issue
0: with, <laughs> we're like
1: eco-friendly we recycle it's halal you know Sustainable, it's halal, it's
0: gotta be halal. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I love it. Um, yeah, so, so, no, go yeah. ahead. No, I got nothing. <laughs> got I'm nothing. just, listen, I'm enjoying the conversation between you guys. I, I'm so
1: geeking out. Like I said
0: in the beginning, I'm kind of out of my element here, but I there's a lot to it's learn. There's so much
1: to learn. I feel like there's so much that I had this idea like when I, I i like kind of like was first introduced to you and like going back to the whole thing of like getting the article and like reading it and i was like wow i'm so proud of him and like i instant like instantaneously looked you up on facebook and i added you and i sent like sent you a message you were so warm and like inviting and i was like oh my god oh, thank you you know and it's just like so cool and what what made me really upset recently was when you messaged me and you told me that one of your pictures got removed and i was like what like what did you yeah, that
2: made me sad. That was a sad what day. What happened? I, well, occasionally, like when you post, like everybody, I think in our community deals with this at some point or another. Where somebody, somebody's pictures get reported, and like. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, right, well, I guess somebody in our friends list didn't like it, so they reported us to Facebook. And we all know about Facebook's weird double standards about, you know, how it's okay to certain, show certain kinds of porn, but not other kinds of porn and all these kinds of things. So it's it's, it's one of those things where you just deal with it when you're in these kinds of communities, you know?
1: But it wasn't porn. You were, Like, you were in a shower, right? And you were covering <laughs> your, your, your parts, Right? Yeah, exactly.
2: It was covered. And you and covered that's your
1: amazing. parts that are find are found that are offensive, which I don't know why, but I mean like in societal ideas what Yeah. A, it was a beautiful art piece. It was just this beautiful boudoir type style yeah. of, you know, photography. And of course, yeah, you weren't wearing clothes, but you weren't showing anything that would be offensive to anyone. Um would I show that picture to a child? I don't know. I that mean, if I had a hairy kid, lady. I'd be like, look, look your uncle. Like be proud of him. <laughs> no, well, we shower, like you know, what I'm saying, because kids always have an issue with showering. You know what I mean? So, like, I just felt like yeah. Yeah, I just I don't understand
0: why. That- Even your exactly. uncle doesn't look.
1: Like, why would why would someone be offended by it? And if you didn't like it, like, why report it to the point that? What are you doing? Are you offended because he's a brown guy or a naked brown guy that's you know part of the LGBTQ community? Is that what it is? If it was a if it was a heterosexual cis um. Brown guy, would you have a problem with that? Because how many women have shared the Jason Momoa coming out of – well, I mean, I have two. I mean, it's not a woman-only thing. Like, obviously, like men, women, whatever you identify. Yeah, like definitely. People, Everybody is sharing how that How many photo. people have shared the Jason Momoa, you know, rising out of the water? <laughs> so that didn't get reported. Anything got reported that it didn't get share, shared more times. You know what I mean? But I feel like is that – do you feel like a colorism within your communities as well?
2: I mean, that happens a lot, and you can tell that there's certain. Uh, uh, we we deal with issues when we're of color in the leather community a little differently than those that are not of color. Um, but I don't know if that reporting was due to that specifically. <laughs> um, but no, I mean other things. <clears throat> sorry. I things happen, but I, I, I have a feeling because, I mean, my friends list on Facebook is very diverse, and I have, like, conservative Republicans on there, so oh. I mean, it's, it's highly possible that one of them might have done it, but I don't know, I mean, and, and not only that, but I mean, I don't think that particular picture was on.
0: Why would they be friends with you if they're conservative Republicans? i have friends of all sorts. If, if yeah, I mean. I know, but I'm just wondering what's going on in their head, like. It's clear that you're gonna post pictures like that. Like I went to your Facebook this morning, and uh, and Patty, Patty, I was like, Patty, I'm at work. This is not safe. <laughs> I for work. I here. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, are you um, at
1: your work but if, <laughs> Like, like
0: obviously, like you're pretty public about who you are and what you do, which is totally yeah. awesome. But some people, if you're offended by it, you there is an unfriend button or unfollow button, like unfollow that's fine i mean right. and that's
2: the thing it's like you know i i met those people through dance and then the day I'm, I'm also a dancer and um i uh and when it's one of those things where some of them are conservative so it's one of those things where we we have the dance thing in common and we dance with each other but we just kind of don't like i don't i don't show them like my dick pics or something like that you know but you so, weren't even showing yeah. a dick pic you were
1: just taking <laughs>
2: I know, I know, I know. Like, I get if it was a dick
1: pic, that I get, you know what I mean? But it's not necessarily, it wasn't that. It was a really beautiful boudoir piece, and I just thought that that was really awful. I mean,
0: look, if it was a woman, and she was covering herself with her hands, it would not get reported, guaranteed.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing, it's like, I think in general, I mean, Facebook has these standards where, or double standards when it comes to, like, nudity and, like, bodily expression, Where it's like certain people's pictures are okay whereas other people's pictures weren't. But I mean my friend Jose Arroyo, the guy that took the shot, did a wonderful job.
1: Well, it doesn't matter now because you're gonna get your website and you can put what the fuck you want up.
2: Exactly, yeah. (laughs) And your YouTube Uh channel. There you go. Yeah, my YouTube channel. I want to learn how to, like, make skits and, like, I have, like, something, I, I have, like, ideas in my head, so I, I want to see if I can a- be actually able to execute them.
0: You should I'm so to Do this.
1: Yeah. Do it.
0: Yeah. Do it. Especially on the West Coast, it should be even easier because the weather is always nice. Yeah.
2: And when you visit the yeah. East
1: Coast, you can, you can, like, be little stars, like, little guest stars on it, too. Really
2: fun. I've been dying yeah, you could do so the East Coast. I've been dying to go to New York. It's on my it's, it's on my to-do list.
1: Come link. over. Well, you haven't been here before?
2: No, I was actually okay, so um I actually uh had an A- we had an ASA, American Zoological Association meeting back here in 2016 or, or back in 20 uh 15 or 2014, I can't remember. And I couldn't uh I was actually going to get uh use some of my travel funds to actually go there, but I couldn't because my grandpa's 70th birthday. So I had oh. to go. Yeah. Oh.
1: But, like, that's been a couple of years now. You can totally come to the East Coast.
2: Yeah, I gotta somehow get my department to pay for it, though.
1: Uh. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> I mean, you're Mr. Leather. You're well-known. Just shake your brown booty. Uh, You'll get it.
0: Can't you just, like, get somebody <laughs> to pay you for an event out here? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 have,
2: I
1: don't know how that works. There's I'd so have to look many, into it. so many.
0: Be like, I'm okay. gonna come judge your contest. Just give me an airplane I ticket. I do
1: not know this from from, um, my own personal things. I wish I did. That's why I'm saying this, but, um, there, the BDSM fetish community in New York city is ginormous. I know. I think that if you just reached out, you would have a huge, huge, huge crowdfunding. So I think like you should definitely keep that in, in, um, I, I mean, like I could totally understand if like you said, I wanted to go to Tennessee and I'm like, well, I don't know if they have a big, you know, out community like that, you know? I mean maybe Texas because they have a lot of leather, but <laughs> oh, yeah, Texas does. <laughs> Texas does. I mean, but
2: everything's big in Texas, right? So I guess,
0: you know, leather's big there too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Everything's yep. big.
0: Tennessee has leather too. You have the cowboys, but it's a little different scene. Mm. It's brown leather, not black leather. You know, well, you actually, see what I'm
2: saying? Brown leather was some of the first kinds of leather that people wore, right? um but like yeah i mean with cowboys and stuff like that they're, they're actually part of our community as well so some people are into cowboy gear some people are into you know military uniforms or sailor's outfits all of that is sort of included in our
0: idea of leather you know
1: oh my god johnny you're part of yeah. the fetters team and you didn't even know
0: there you go well i mean look i understand i've been i've been going to goth clubs uh-uh. since i was a kid i mean oh nice since i was like 18 years old so like i know I'm just teasing. I know of it. I know I see it, but I'm like myself has never like I've never had an experience with it, personal experience. I've seen it with others. I know I have tons of friends. Wait, so, but you, me personally, so wait,
1: you've never been a cage dancer and wore thigh high boots? At a no, show? I haven't. Oh. I just no. have sworn I saw you one time.
0: I can't dance, Patty. Like you that's don't have to a, really dance when you you're know, in a some...
1: cage. There's not that much space
0: that's true that's true i haven't though i've been to places with cage dancers in thigh high boots um many places like that but me personally i'm not personally done any of that kind of stuff right um, gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah.
1: but see this is what we're doing this podcast for you know we're opening to, to new
0: i was one of those other desi kids that are at you know the one we were talking about earlier that that are there but they're not you know oh. deeply involved uh, right so you know, if there's other south asians in it they're just not like you you know ali yeah, and actually, I've met like Europeans I- in leather, and like they've reached out to
2: me, and like I meet them at the events. But you know, it's one of those things where you know, it's like we got to get the representation out there, we got to get the, you know, the, these, uh, the idea that it's okay to be out kind of thing out there. So, I mean, there are others. Absolutely.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, But I think
1: like it also, it's not as, it's not as clear cut as it is for certain cultures. Like, I mean, if you have a lot of ties in Pakistan and certain diasporas that it might be um, harder. Yeah. Harder. And like this honor thing. And like the idea of like shaming your family and stuff like that. Like, I feel like, you know, like in the Caribbean, like no one cares. Like, I don't think people care at all about, I mean, like, look at carnival, people wear dental floss in their ass crack. Like, I don't think anybody <laughs> cares, you know, you're out and proud. I mean, there are certain islands that are much more uh, Christian oriented and very bigoted. Yes. But I, I would say like for the most um, popular, uh, you no know, islands and things like that. And like tourist attractions, they're very, very open and friendly. And I think like, it's just so ridiculous to worry about right. other people's sexuality, like or what they do right. or their fetishes. It's not your fucking business. Like whatever turns you on or your kink, that's your business. Just like your whatever.
0: Exactly. Your kink. Well, I mean, to some to to some level, I mean, like there's certain politicians in Alabama. Their kink uh, is no, not no, no, cool, no, no.
1: I'm saying consenting adults.
0: Consensual kink is consensual all consensual
1: kink. Consensual kink. That's not a kink. That's yeah. just abuse. CK. But, you know, I, I feel like if you, CK. <laughs> oh boy,
0: not Calvin Klein, we got not, not Calvin Klein, no, we, we
1: got the gist. <laughs> I got it the first time and I was just like, you're constantly, um, but yeah, I just feel like, you know, it's just not your business. And if you don't like, just going back to like, if you didn't like Holly's exactly. picture, then fucking unfollow him or just don't be his friend. Like, what'd you think was going to happen? Nah. Come on. I, I friended you. I knew what I was <laughs> right. getting into before right. I friended you. <laughs> the fuck, man! Do your research. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like if you follow Patty, you know you're gonna, you know, see v- pictures of the most goth, goth outfits of all <laughs> oh, time. Oh no, not at
1: all.
0: Lots of black. Lots sound of purple. So much
1: cooler than well, I am. And well. Not. Also, the Sailor Moon
0: outfits. I
2: mean, that immediately what struck me was the day after friending you, I see you in a Sailor Moon outfit. And I'm like, oh my god! Like I am in love with this woman because she in a Sailor
0: Moon
1: outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm totally gonna redo that look because i did it for um two halloweens ago and um it was super easy and stuff like because i had everything together and i still have all the pieces together
0: were you like a goth sailor moon no
1: it was regular sailor moon was this like, okay?
0: Was it Sailor Neptune or Sailor Moon? I was I Sailor
1: Moon. I was Sailor Moon, but I have a lot of other favorite Sailor Scouts, and so I feel like um, I could totally redo it. And I kind of want to do a brown girl version. The reason why I did it because I was actually going to a brown event, so I didn't need to like. I feel like if I'm going to a brown event, I don't need to brown it up. You know what I mean? I don't have to be like brown <laughs> on Sailor Moon because when I go to Comic Con, no, don't even like like. So let me get let, let me just let you know Sailor John. Yeah, like I I uh, like when I go to Comic Con, I brown it up. You know, like I was Bollywood Batman, although people call me Batgirl. I was like, what the fuck, man? I have a utility belt. Like, you don't see my mm-hmm. bat stars? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But that was like another story. Um, but I wasn't that, like, aggressive. In my mm-hmm. mind, I was like, why you got to be Batgirl? She's useless. I'm Batman. The Batman. I'm brooding. Anyway, yeah,
0: so, I gotta, I gotta do a Bollywood Mario. So, yeah,
1: you totally have to do a Bollywood Mario. So my Bollywood Batman outfit was a black sari with a utility belt and um and leather boots and you know the leather hand pieces which fit perfectly. I got the kids ones and they fit perfectly on my little girl hands and. Um, <laughs> and the utility belt was actually a kid's toy. So it all fit like so perfectly. And it was so easy because, like, who doesn't know how to tie a sari? Like, it was super easy, all black. I wear pretty much black all the time. So this was like so easy for me. So that the Sailor Moon thing, I was going to an LGBTQ Caribbean um, oh, nice. Halloween party, who's huge. Like, so, so they're uh, the comp, the, the, you know, the uh, group is called Caribbean Equality, which is, yeah, they're amazing, and I always plug them. And they're definitely supporters of our podcast, and they're totally like family. Yeah. Like they become family, and um, like Mo and Sindri, they all do this wonderful work constantly doing for the community, especially the Indo Caribbean, uh, like Indian, like like yeah. more Indian based Caribbean stuff, because like it seems like in Indian, you know, ancestry, we have much more like pressures within our cultures to to like you know being gay and being queer or questioning your sexuality and things like that. And so it's cool to see like within our community, there's finally a group that, you know, these younger kids can go to, or even people who haven't been able to come out, you know, they're, they're, um, I remember like going to one of their events and they had um, like a story of like you guys can look it up and it's on YouTube and there's this one guy who has a story and he was like in his 40s and he was like until he got into his late 30s like or later in his life that he actually came out and he was like living with this like hurt for so much of his life and it was like yeah guilt and And all those other stuff and the thing was like when
0: just be yeah. you. And
1: so, and the, the unfortunate part is like, I yeah. I just like started bawling like a baby because like, I can't imagine like you living your whole life, like most more of your life, like all your developmental like years that you're hiding who you are and what makes you happy and you can't find love. Like everybody deserves love. And I feel like, yeah. you know, it's so important for us to be open about this. And and, and I just want us just not to be like waving the, you know, the queer flag, whether you identify or not, like I'm a cis hetero woman, but I feel like, you know, it is so important for me to say more about the LGBTQ community, you know? And, and like, because I have family and friends that are, 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 that, identify that way or people just assumed i was because you know i'm a creative also group. because
0: like a lot of our greater community yeah. right like is so still has like negative feelings mm-hmm. I, I definitely am very vocal yeah, i about know johnny is support.
1: very very vocal and i feel like it, it never un- i never understood why other people found that a big deal because like i had an right. uncle that i knew right. even as a young kid was you know gay and he was he wasn't out to certain people but i don't think it, he needed to be said because our family's not like that you know, and I was I was fortunate to, li- to to be brought up in a family that that's very open. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't. And, you know, my story as being an Indo-Caribbean kid is very different from other people's stories. And just like you're Pakistani, and so is Johnny. Like your stories are very different to other Pakistani kids. And I think that, you know, it's, it's very important for us to remember that a lot of our people are going to be silent about their their stuff and that what they make. What they feel is going to be different, but do understand that there's so much more of you out there like us, like the ones that are listening to the podcast, the ones that are doing this podcast, the ones that we constantly guest with, or or just things that we do, or people we share. You know, it's just so important, and so with Caribbean equality. Just going back, they are very, like, so similar to you, like, very, very, like, open with their, you know, with their love and their positivity and reaching out to people, as well as, like, throwing these really cool events, you know, like, and and especially in New York, you know, having, like, a really cool event in Queens, and, like, it's all, like, safe and wonderful and um, so much fun. And think about, so so think about going to, like, a dance hall party. And everybody – or, like, an Indo-Caribbean party, like, a lot of soca, a lot of chutney, a lot of, like, dance hall and stuff, and a lot of Caribbean music. And everybody's just, like, in their costumes. Everyone's brown, majority – like, basically. It's not, like, a non-white thing. Like, but, I mean, like, who's going to go to, like, Queens, right? So, like, it's all brown kids, all, like, people that identify or, or just our allies or we just love each other. Like, I don't – it's not that we check your genitals at the door. You know what I mean? Like, you just – we're here. We're all like, you know, we all love each other <laughs> and we're just here to have a really good time. And so I feel like in those communities, like in a space, we can wear the blonde wigs and like not have to like, I personally don't have to push the fact that like I want to be Sailor Moon, but like add a giant bindi for my, you know, for my like my headpiece or something like that. Like I don't want to brownify my cos- my cosplay then because for me, I don't, I don't know what that really is called, but I already am within my people. So I don't need to bollywood it up you know the bollywood the batman i could just be batman and it's really upsetting still because like i feel like like saying it out loud you're like well that's kind of upsetting because like okay well you're with the comic-con crowd and you're like okay well you know everybody's the same or whatever and yes don't get me wrong but i feel like we're we're brown and we're brown and proud and it's so obvious in our face like I know I'm brown. You don't have to tell me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't tell you or Johnny. Like, we're brown kids, you know? And it's very visibly brown. And like, people constantly remind you that you are. And a lot of.
2: Where are you yeah. from? Where are you from? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where are you really from? from? Like, what's your
1: real name? Right. And it's like, what? And it makes you feel very alienated. So I take it as embracing that and just like, oh, well, you already have this stupid idea of me being Bollywood Batman. So like i can't be anything else so i might as well do it because first of all sorry is going to look amazing on me regardless and you know you're just (laughs) doing me a favor because i already have all this stuff and like not only that like a lot of people do appreciate that and then i ended up from that picture and i didn't even have a good picture because i didn't think it was a good cosplay (laughs) i just thought it was funny you know like i put it together in a matter of like 30 minutes um right and i ended up like uh it was on my facebook picture Uh, like my pictures and whatever and i guess like someone shared it with one of their friends or something and i got so many like people like contacting me hey, like we're also into anime and like you know nerdy stuff and like and it was like all these brown kids and i was like oh my god this is so awesome and like even in that aspect i was just like oh my god and we all became really good friends and stuff and i feel like you have such a bigger crowd you can kind of throw your net at and it's super important to have more people like you you know and i'm really appreciative of people like you in our communities
2: and and that's the thing is like we're people we have interests just like everybody else and we just happen to have a different skin tone or, or like a melanin pigmentation basically yeah
1: but you're not gonna right. look at me and go well where are you from you're probably like asking me where I'm from so I need to know like if we're related because of course we're gonna be related. yeah
0: exactly
1: <laughs> like well, I need to know whoa but
0: so this person this what <laughs> I'm When I'm asking you where you're from, I'm asking you, like, what state you're in or what city you live in.
1: (laughs) No, I want to know where you're from. Where are you
0: really from? Like, where do you live?
1: (laughs) No, I want to know where your parents are from because I want to know if we're cousins because it it automatically ends up that way. Someone you know somehow. And once you say, oh, you know some, like, West Indian kid in New York, we all know each other somehow. So it's like, oh, or like some, like, weirdo brown kid. We all know each other. If it's not us finding each other, it's other people telling us about each other.
2: Oh yeah, it's like yeah. I know this one person that's you know that I saw at a sex party the other day. He's really hairy and brown, <laughs> and he's from pocket. <laughs> like, oh, he was giving that guy a blowjob. Is that something you're interested in? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he bakes cakes. I heard he makes really good coffee. He breathes. This coming, this coming from just in like in the matter of two minutes into this podcast, I told you I I know someone who I could hook you up with. <laughs>
2: it's hilarious
1: so yeah I mean it's one of those oh my gosh and like you
2: know it's one of those things where it's just like you know like it's important to be like you know what we're part of this too and I think that's ultimately the goal of what all three of us do it's just like we love anime we love you know these kinds of fetishes stuff and like you could be everything that you want to be you know you don't have to limit yourself
0: you know because Just be you yeah, that's be, the way yeah. I say it like exactly and yeah. don't be guilty about being you don't feel like you're don't feel upset about being you and if anybody and nobody if the people that are close to you can't deal with it then like you need new people close yeah, you need to you. new people yeah new people so I mean I think that's where I, an hour and 10 minutes in. So I think Yeah, uh,
1: this it's so easy to talk to our people. It's so man. easy to talk. Yeah. Can you just give um, our, thank you again so much for like, just being you and like coming on our podcast and just being sweet. I really appreciate you and thank you forever.
0: Yeah. If there's anything you want to again, plug for yourself right now is the time.
2: Thank you. Thank you both. It was really fun being on here. Um, You know, and again, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, thank you for being you too, because it's like, you know, we got to just keep on pushing, pushing on. And, um, you know, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter and Snapchat at Getting Wolfie, G-E-T-T-I-N-G-W-O-L-F-I-E or Facebook.com slash MLBL2016.
1: Um, Yay! Yeah, and like that's awesome. And like, just a quick thing. So you message me what I think about the movie Bazori. and I haven't. So this is this West Indian movie about a, um, a more Afrocentric guy falling in love mm-hmm. with a, a, an Indian woman from India who come who goes to Trinidad to. Um, I guess celebrate her her wedding like her bachelorette party or something like that something like that I haven't seen like ri- really why the reason she goes to Trinidad I haven't seen the movie much I just saw like parts of it and she goes there and then she falls in love with Michelle, who's a very very um uh known he's like the most known Soka artist in the giant in the world and like he's known like very well known and like his whole family is very musical and so he, he he's the black guy that she falls in love with and so um although she has her fiance and she's supposed to get married and stuff they have this love story and things like that so i think like for i, I i'm not sure like because i really want to see the movie i haven't seen it in full and like unfortunately they haven't like um had it available like that i know of on like youtube that you can like buy it or rent it or something like that but like it's so cool that like you asked me about that like how did you uh found out about that
2: well the thing is i've always wanted to like you know i, I always have these questions about like how indians relate to other ethnic groups um especially mm-hmm. in the u.s so, like, when I saw that, I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, you're, you're in the Caribbean and you're Indo-Caribbean, but you're also interested in a black man, which you rarely see in Bollywood. So it's just, like, for me, that stood out. And I was, like, holy shit. Uh,
1: but, yeah. see, so it's weird because, like, I'm Indo-Caribbean, right? But I'm mixed. So a lot of us look mm-hmm. a lot of predominantly, like, Indian or Portuguese or black or Chinese mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we're all mixed and we Indian and stuff. So we all look, like whatever ancestry like i even say like i think my mom ate too much curry when she was pregnant with me because i look super Uh, indian comparatively to my family and my sister looks like she's like passing brazilian hispanic my mom looks more asian Portuguese, and my dad looks black like black indian type of thing and so it's it's very very uh fun to kind of educate like other people who are not even aware about the diasporas and like like caribbean kids so that that's the races, they mix and we fuck and we, le- I, I guess it's the sun. We're all like sweaty and hot and just like fuck and make really cute babies. And
0: so. Well, I mean, we are South Asian. And <laughs> there's one thing India's population has proven so, is that no matter where we go. Yeah.
1: So. We bang. So, <laughs> Michelle is. Um. Like he looks, you know, black, but he, I, I, know he's mixed with a lot of stuff. Like, like Sean Paul. Like everybody oh. assumed he was black, and he's not. He's like Indian, Portuguese, and he's a mixed kid like me, right? So, um, and there's a lot of Indians in Jamaica. A lot of Indians in like who have ancestry like me, right? Um, right. In Guyana, Trinidad, a lot of around. a lot
0: of different races in the Caribbean. And there's a lot of races there. Really? So, like. I
1: meet- just a side note, I'm mixed with Indian, Black, Portuguese, Chinese, Dutch, um, two different types of native, which Caribbean and Arawak, and probably something else as well. And Mogul, which is w- what we would call like Arab, Pakistan, like that type of, you know, region as well. So I feel like um, when you tell people, Mughal. yeah. <laughs> and it was like 100 years, like a 100 plus <laughs> years ago that, you know, the Indians came over from an indentureship and other reasons. You know, there are East Indians that just migrate to the, you know, the islands for medical school or wherever have you. Um, they have a huge trade with China as well. So there's a lot of Chinese, you know, uh, Caribbeans and things like that. And so I feel like when people, they're like, what? Cause like my cousins like look like they're, they, okay. So when you oh. go to like family, like reunions, there's, or like just family parties, like one of my cousins looks black and he has like really kinky hair. I look super oh, wow. Indian and I look like. Actually,
0: you're one of the most Indian looking uh, Caribbean people I know.
1: <laughs> Everyone says that I fool a lot of East Indians a lot. Yeah, and I get the discounts. It's okay. Your
0: mom definitely was eating a lot, a lot of, of roti. A curry. lot
1: of curry. Like she I think she doused <laughs> her lady parts with curry when she had me. And so, (laughs) yeah, and it's so weird how, like, a hundred years, like, and and like genetics, like, you just kind of spit out this way. And I'm like the the most Indian looking one in my whole family. And they're very Indian, like, we have Indian names and things like that, but we're all mixed. So, well, I
0: mean, you look a lot of people from the Caribbean look like they have Indian blood, but like, you look Indian. I know,
1: like, my East Indian friends are like, yo, you. I when I first met you, I thought you were South Asian, or right, right. you are know, like super, like Tamil, or something, like something, right? And um, and I get that a yeah, lot. Yeah, I can see that. Go I ahead. get that a lot. And so, and then, like, I get the oh, you look a lot like Mia, and I'm like, oh god. And then I get oh, you look a lot like uh, Priyanka Chopra, and I'm like, oh my god, you just think us all, all of us, fucking look alike.
0: Definitely more Mia. Well, Mia is like a skinny, skinny, skinny beanpole. Yeah,
1: she's super skinny, but they're like facially right. And then I get a lot now. But
0: She is Tamil, so.
1: Yeah, she's Tomo. Yeah. And yeah. so I think like.
0: But Priyanka is not. No. I don't. I mean, but I, I, before, I don't see before she
1: went to the lighting. cream, That's just white people
0: being white no, people. They're being, Sorry. But also
1: brown people being like ridiculous. Right. So being fuckboys. Right. Because I know exactly where they're from. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, fuckboys are fuckboys. So know.
1: Priyanka used to be darker skin before her lighting creams and her plastic surgery, which I totally respect. Do you, Boo. Um, and, and the
0: CGI. Yeah, and the CGI, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go, right? Um, so, you know, because she's a, a full lipped brown woman, I think they see that the similarity and like the hair and that kind of thing. And I kind of like have a little bit raspy voice, but not as raspy as hers. And I think that's what they, you know, think. But that's fine because Priyanka's is beautiful. That's fine. I'm not knocking it. I had no idea. In my dream. That
2: was, that's new to me. Today.
1: What happened? I didn't even hear you that one. Well. I-
2: I had no idea Priyanka was darker before like the movies and stuff like that. Like, I had no yeah.
1: Idea. So if you see her first movie that she came out with her first Bollywood movie, the first, first one that she was like, really like she became famous. I think I don't want to say it cause I'm going to fuck it up. And my sister, if she listens to the podcast. She'd be like, dude, you really don't know the fucking movie. I don't. Okay. Sue me. Um, <laughs> she was a little chunkier she was like she was like curvy and she was more darker skin so most people know like when i think of dark-skinned um bollywood actors right, spe- right. specifically Bollywood, because tamil actors majority of mm-hmm. my dark skin and so and so like they'll think of like ronnie Mukherjee, they'll think of right. you know those types of actresses so like it's it's just so weird so like um i i have like an uncle like they're really into like like so in the caribbean Old Bollywood is yeah. so popular. Like so like evergreen Bo- Bollywood. Like I can sing yeah. you all the songs from beginning to end. Like my friends thinks it's so like my when I when I was finally like growing up with like other East Indian people, they thought it was just funny how I didn't speak a lick of their languages, right? But I knew all the songs. Yeah. Like yeah. and I know gazals. Like I can sing you Jack teeth but do I really know what it means? I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah so so going back to that yeah. movie uh um, mashal is a black man you know falling in love with an indian woman but like an eastern oh, wow. woman but i get it it was a kind of a Bollywood esque turn on it but the funny thing is that's what happens in real life so and and mashal if you yeah. look him up he has a lot of indo in indian descended type of music like his music is a fusion of what the, the diaspora is. So there's a lot of Amerindian, black, Af- like African and Amerindian and and Indian influences within our musics. Like you'll hear in the profession and stuff. So I'm pretty sure like yeah. you hear the music in the movie. Look him up. He has tons and tons and tons of music because he's been singing since he was a kid. So there's also, he does this, um, this collaboration with this chutney female singer who's like super sexy. She's like the hottest auntie. Like everybody respects her. Her name is Drupati. And she goes by her full indian name she don't give a shit you know what i'm saying like and she was super sexy and she was in this like i like you know in the limelight where you know women are not are not supposed to be like so boisterous and so yeah, like yeah. you know in your face about it and now we have like Nicki Minaj and we have like Rihanna's and stuff and they're like smoking smoking blunts and like holding their crotch and they're like I don't give a fuck what you think this is me you know <laughs> what I mean <laughs> and so I, th- I mean they're also
0: New Yorkers and stuff too at the end of the day right or, right. Not, or, or from California so whatever I think but- it's so
1: cool because they did the collaboration you know like Dripathy and Masha about um it's called Indian Girl and so he the whole song is by about him like you know, getting like being in love with an Indian girl and like and like and these kind of like these really funny tit for tats, like oh, I really like karoti, but it's all sexual innuendos, <laughs> but that's all West Indian music. Like, so chutney, yeah. like, so I'll definitely send you links, but definitely look up like chutney music, not the food, and you'll see a lot of Indian that you'll see like where the Indian influence is like heavily there. And there's black people that sing chutney, so it's like. It, it's like I know for other people it's like oh my god I I totally can't really I don't know because the South Asian community they're a lot a lot of times anti-black or anti-mixing or whatever and it's like you're in the Caribbean and you're like ah oh, just come on this side we'll just adopt you and like you can wear feathers and you know like you can just have a good you know like <laughs> I, I know somebody I could hook you up with my such and such cousin is gay you know like y'all cute you know you know, so that's just how so it's right. So I think it's really, really cool. Like, you know, you're even flabbergasted that there are like, you know, movies being made that way. So I think that's really, really cool.
2: Yeah, I learned something today. Yay. Yay!
1: Yay! Well, thanks again. <laughs> Thank so, yeah, I just I just wanted to say thanks again. And everyone definitely check out Ali and all his um, links and um, definitely, you know, come back next in the next two weeks because we always record weekly. And soon Johnny yeah. will be having the baby, so we're doing Baby da- baby Countdown.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's Mubarako. Gonna be- <laughs> Mubarako, yeah, it's going to be weird. Oh, my God. Is that,
1: is that your stage name? Mubarako. Like-
0: <laughs> Mubarako. I'm
1: so halal. <laughs>
0: oh my god if that is not somebody's stage name that should be mubarak h-o-e
1: that that if i ever if i asking for <laughs> a friend go. if i ever become a dominatrix that will be my name just for y'all mubarak ho and all my stuff is halal yeah but i think like as not a, as a non-muslim i think yep. like you should take it because you are a muslim or somewhat of a muslim it, it should it's my gift to you <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I will uh, see all of you guys on the digital side. I'll see Patty sometime in the real world side. And if you ever come to New York City, we're definitely going to go outside and hit up some places. And maybe you can help us find a leather bar in New York City. <laughs> and I can get my jacket all done up. The Eagle New York. I know that's like your guy's iconic leather bar. Uh, it's called the
2: uh, Eagle, NY, uh, the NY Eagle or the Eagle New York. So...
0: Well, I'm going to go with you. Yeah, I'm I want to go, wanna go, go with you. With I
1: want to go like. as biker <laughs> star Staler Moon, so I definitely want to go with you.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. Thanks again.
0: All right, guys. Um, thanks for coming on, and uh, you can find... Nerdvana at www.nerdvana.nyc and we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook and download our other, other podcasts places.
1: we're on iTunes Google Play we're on Stitcher we're on Podbean thanks for the
0: we might be on Spotify I don't know because uh, I saw that our my you know my my family our podcast sibling twins from fob and friends they're definitely on Spotify somehow so if,
1: oh, if we're not on man. I'm gonna find out how we all about the legitness on our podcast yep
0: so uh yeah.
1: like like always right, says we butter
0: <laughs> butter <laughs> like butter butter.com Take care. See you guys later We sign darkness like the kind of red light line My soul, my abyss. Nothing is left after the fall. I can't.